Live, Episode 4, Putting a Face on Facebook. Yeah, I don't think that's the right button. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Welcome to Be The Line, a podcast dedicated to helping you stand out. I am the greatest. Be unique. I don't know how to put this, but kind of a big deal. And separate yourself from the pack. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Whether you want to market a business, a brand, or simply yourself, you must be the line. The world has enough lemons. This is developing into a very bad habit. Here's your host, who doesn't play well with others and has a third grade report card to prove it. Fred Rui. Welcome to Be The Lime, episode four. I am your host, Fred Rui. Uh, last week, we spoke about email and how it goes way beyond getting, you know, just lottery winning notifications and multi-billion dollar unexpected inheritances from some rich uncle you never knew about. In other words, spam. So it went way beyond that. So if you're not using email as part of a, you know, building your brand, business, or you, uh, go back and listen to that one once again, because that was really, really good. And I appreciate all the feedback I got on that. And um, that, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. And I'm, I'm glad to open up some conversations and start talking about that. And we are certainly going to have more advanced strategies coming up on that. Uh, also, be sure to check out bethelime.com and sign up for the weekly e-letter. You can uh, actually, it'll, it'll, it'll let you know a little bit later after being on the site, or you can see it at the very, very top. Uh, just put your email in there, and we'll get you hooked up and get you some information as well. And uh, also just did a survey recently to find out what you guys are looking for. And I'm going to divulge the results of that to the people that are on the email list as well. So that's going to be pretty cool. This week, we are actually going to talk about Facebook. And we'll probably have multiple conversations about Facebook at some point in all this discussion of you know how to be unique and how to go out on your own. But this is going to be more of the, you know, let's get all on the same page. As I mentioned, the first probably five or six episodes, I noticed lining them up, we're just kind of make sure everybody's on the same page. So it's difficult to get the advanced strategies until we make sure everybody's kind of walk before you run. So we're getting everybody on deck, getting everybody queued up, if you will, to be the lime and stand out. So regardless of what your view is on Facebook, uh, personally, it can be one of the quickest tools to increase your exposure and branding your personality. So I'm just going to jump right into it. I made a list, and, I, and I'll put this on the website. I'll put this on the bethelime.com as well, uh, in a list of what you need to do to get up and running on Facebook. And if you're already on Facebook, uh, and I'm talking business-wise right now, not personal. You may have a personal page, but I'm talking about a personal fan page, if you will. Um, if you already have one, and you already have a, a business page, then let's see how many of these things you set up right from the start and what you're doing today. So here we go. Number one, we're going to talk about page versus profile. And when you go to set up in Facebook, you're going to have a choice between two things, one of which is a page, as in a fan page, and the other one is just kind of a personal profile, if you will. Now, what you're looking for is to pick the right thing for your business. And this is not a personal profile. You actually can't go in there. You can, but you're not supposed to. You can go in there. And, and I know a lot of people that did this accidentally in the beginning. They set up a 
business on a personal site. So they actually literally did like the first name part of their business and the last name, the other part of their business to try to make it work. And Facebook has historically shut these down. Uh, there are a lot of reasons because of how things are communicated and, wh and where they go, stuff like that. So Facebook has really, really shut a lot of these down. They're really making sure that your personal profile is actually really you as a human being, your real name. Your business fan pages can be, and you can have multiple uh, fan pages, by the way. You can go, you can go to facebook.com forward slash be the lime. And you'll see one site there that I have for Be The Lime, obviously. It's a fan page. So, you know, you can have multiple businesses, but only one personal, so to speak. Now, when you go to set up a fan page, you're actually going to see there are six options. And you probably only need to focus on two of the choices that are there. The two choices I'm probably going to want you to key on are going to be, one, either it's a company, organization, or institution, or two, it's a local business or place. Now, it's kind of confusing because you're like, well, I, I've got a business, but I am a company or whatever it may be. So how do you choose? Well, let me break it down this way. And this is the easiest way to decide which of those two. Again, you're choosing between company, organization, or institution. That's one little category. Or local business or place. And here's how you're really going to choose. A company, organization, or institution would be your choice if people do not visit your location or if your events are always someplace different. Okay, let me say that again. So you're going to choose a company, organization, or institution if people do not visit your location or if your events are always someplace different. So in other words, this is not a brick and mortar area. The second one is, is the local business or place. If people do, do, if people, I can't even talk right now. If people do physically visit your location, for example, a bakery, a concert venue, a hospital, what, what, you know, a, a business, a donut shop. A, 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 obviously, I'm hungry. I said bakery and donut shop in the same sentence. So if, if it's a brick-and-mortar store, you, you, you repair shoes, you sell dresses, you have a nursery, whatever it may be, if it's a physical place that people come and visit and you're not moving around, then you are probably going to choose local business or place. So another, another way to look at it, by the way, and you know, probably least important of those two distinctions is, is that, is this a place when people go there, they're going to check in on Facebook when they're at your store, like, hey, hanging out, having coffee at Skippy's Coffee you know, uh, Cafe, whatever it may be. All right. So that deals with which you're going to choose. The second thing we're going to look at are creating two really good photos. When you create a page, you have two photos you really need to do. And if you don't, uh, then you just look very, very amateurish. And this, these, these photos are often neglected. They're often not used to their, to their fullest ability. And one is a cover photo. And this is the very large one. It's a very, it has a lot of real estate, a lot of real estate. It's like an oversized header of a website. Uh, and that's the big one. The other one is for your profile pic. And the profile pic is the small square one. Now, when you make comments on something or you reply to somebody or you go to another site and another part of Facebook and you reply to somebody or leave a comment and you're doing it as your business, the profile pic is what follows you around. And you'd be surprised if you're not on Facebook how recognizable that becomes. So put a little thought into that. If you're listening to this podcast right now, if you look at the cover art I did for bethelime.com and, and certainly the podcast, you'll notice it's just a big lime there and a lot of yellow background, but you can see it regardless of what the size is. So people recognize that right away when I leave a comment somewhere 
under the Be The Lime company, if you will, or, or brand. So pay attention to what that's going to be. Now, you're not married to either one. You can always change them. You can load them. You can play with them. You can change them around. But understand that the one that I probably least want you to change very often is definitely the profile pic. People get used to seeing that and they really, really key on that. And all, there's a disconnect. If you and if you follow somebody on Facebook, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you get we're more visual than we read the name. And I keep seeing the same picture over and over again. And the guy changes his profile pic. It's a while before I recognize that I'm even talking to the same person. Uh, second, the cover photo. That's a that's a big area of real estate. Have fun with that. Think of what, think of that as your billboard. You know, if 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 the if I couldn't read anything, if I wasn't jumping into the about page of Facebook for your brand, and a lot of people don't. Try and have both photos tell their own story. Okay, maybe that's a little bit too much, but you get the idea. Have fun with the photos. So if I was to look at your photo, it gives me some idea of what your business is just by looking at those photos and nothing more. Number three is a customized URL. And you can't do this one right out of the gate. So what's gonna happen is, and I'll give you an example on like Be The Line when I started it, when I created the page, it ended up being like facebook.com forward slash be the lime. And then there's a lot of number garbage after that. Um, what, I, what I want, in, and if someone searched for facebook.com forward slash be the lime, they wouldn't find it initially uh, in a lot of cases. So once you get enough likes, which is typically right around 100, it seems to be the magic number. And, and, and again, depending on when you're listening to this and depending if Facebook's changed anything, but I'm just going to say 100, but there is a number specifically. Once you have that, you can actually go into your settings and change your URL to be something very specific. Like I said, in our case, it is if you go to facebook.com forward slash be the lime. And matter of fact, go there right now and like the page if, if you haven't yet, because certainly that, that would be super cool. Um, then, then you've got an easy to remember URL. So you want to do that at some point. You can't do it right out of the gate, but you definitely want to add that on at some point. It's also, by the way, it's also the point on the URL is to not get too cute. Uh, if you can just do your company name or your brand name or whatever that might be, uh, that's that's the preference here. This is not the point to get cute and go, you know, Skippy loves kittens when you have nothing to do with that. No one knows they're Skippy. It's a company and you have nothing to do with kittens. Number four, once you're all set up, uh, start posting. Uh, I like when I first have one to post a couple right out of the gate, uh, three or four, just right out of the gate, just just you know several in a day or whatever it is, just, just to get something there because a lot of people won't scroll back too far, so I don't want to have it completely cold because one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to start inviting some people to like that page. And I don't want it to be completely cold when they get there. So I'll put a couple posts on there. And these posts could be old blog posts you've done. They could be old photos that are relevant to your business. Uh, you're kind of priming the pump, if you will. So then go with a posting schedule that is no less than one a day, particularly in the very beginning. I don't think anybody on a business Facebook page, if you can help it, should have anything less than one post a day. Uh, if you can do a couple a day, that's great particularly since a lot of people won't see your posts. And we'll talk about this more specifically in another, in another section. But basically, you know, if, if you have a thousand followers and you do a post, 
it's not like all thousand people are going to see that message. Some of them are, you know, aren't even on Facebook at the time. Uh, plus, Facebook doesn't pass that on to everybody. So we'll talk about that later. But you, you may have a thousand, you know, likes and a, a thousand fans, if you will, and only a hundred people actually see your post. So if you're only posting one a day, uh, you know, even if there was a rotation, it would take ten days for all of them to even see a post from you. So a couple times a day works out really well. Minimum one of day. Let's talk about once you once you've got that um, you know you've got a couple of posts on there. Number five, what I have is basically ask everybody you know to come like the page. Um, you know, some will unlike later, but this is where if you can, you invite everybody you know to come like the page. So if you already have a Facebook account uh, and you already have friends, and unless you're creating a business that you just you just don't want them to know about or don't want them to know what you're doing there then go invite them. And you'll see where, right when you set it up, you'll see where Facebook says, hey, would you like to invite some people to this page? Definitely do that. You know, One, it's going to get you to that first 100 people a lot quicker so you can do the custom URL. But it's also, we, we want to start getting people talking about it. We want to start you know, getting those like numbers out there. So uh, that's one of the ways, you know, right out of the day, gate, is what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and ask for them. Number six, the next thing we're going to do is we're actually going to boost a couple of posts. And you don't need a lot of spend. You don't need to spend a lot of money on this, uh, particularly in the very beginning. But this is going to help more people see it. Facebook's going to serve it up to some people, uh, particularly once you have some likes in there. And you'll have a choice. You can you can either just send it out to people that follow you that like it. You can have it sent out to people that like your page and their friends, or you can do a custom list when you boost a post. Uh, in the very beginning, all I want you to do is t- take the absolute minimum. And spend five bucks, and this is more an exercise of getting you to do it and understand it. But I just boosting a post essentially is just going to put it out to more people. And when you go in there, you know, right below your post, it's going to say boost post, and you're going to hit boost post, and it's going to charge you five dollars or ten dollars or a million dollars, whatever you want to pay. Uh, just do the five dollars and pay attention to what the engagement is. Pay attention; to, it'll tell you how many people organically saw your post, which is really good. Because uh, then you'll see how few people actually do see your posts just by themselves. It'll show you how much paid traffic of people that saw your post, meaning it showed up on their wall, does not mean they took action. And you'll also see how many people took action and what kind of action did they take. Did they click on your link? Did they click like the page? Did they click like the post? So think of this as a way of kind of priming the funnel for branding purposes. This isn't going to necessarily nail down a whole lot of subscribers. This isn't even going to necessarily have anybody stick here for a little while, but this is going to start, one, getting used to what a boost post is, and two, it's going to help spread your brand around a little bit. People are going to get familiar with it. And remember, if we did a good job on our photos, when people start seeing the brand, they're going to start recognizing it down the line. So let's pay attention to that as well. Remember the photos and remember that we want to boost some posts. One more thing on the boost post, and you'll see that Facebook does have some some guidelines for that, if you will, some things that you can boost or not boost. My guess is if you if you get rejected, the biggest thing of rejection is whatever photograph is in your post, uh, only a small percentage of that can be words. As business people, we like to come up with a photo or come up with a big word in that photo you know, that displays what we're doing, and Facebook will actually decline that. Um, they won't get pissed. They're not going to cut off your account immediately or anything like that. They're just going to say, hey, this was declined for these reasons. Go read the Facebook terms. And that's typically because you're going to have to so – you want to find a good capturing photo – that is also representative of what you're posting. Uh, if you're taking the photo yourself, then you're probably fine. If you're buying photos on something like deposit photos or something like that, um, just pay attention that you're not going to want something that's very word heavy uh, because Facebook will turn that down. Okay, I think we're up to number seven. 
So the next thing we're going to do is we're actually going to advertise for likes. You know, we may have had a million friends, but chances are if you're like everybody else, you had, you know, maybe 50 or 100 people that came over and liked it. So what we're going to want to do now is, is we want to get likes to the page. We want to make sure that we're able to get more people. And there's some great ways to do that within Facebook. And essentially, we're going to do just essentially an ad. When you do an ad in Facebook, Facebook actually asks you what your objective is, which is great. Is your objective for people to go to a website? Is it your objective for them to look at a post? Is it to, to go to your site to sign up for something? Uh, or is it to get more likes on your fan page? We're actually, in this particular case, going to be looking for, we want to get people that have similar interest and we want them to click like on our page because if they click like on our page, then that's just we're, we're increasing the size of an audience that will see one of our posts when we do a post on our fan page. So the other thing when you're doing this is take a look and see if you can find some groups or fan clubs that have very similar products or interests. Because So let's go back to saying that someone's interested in, um, oh, I don't know, let's say uh, lawn gnomes, those little guys with the hats and stuff like that. So, you know, you might be able to put, you know, look, you know, under the interest category saying, well, I want to advertise this, I'm advertising for likes, and I want to put interest lawn gnomes and see if something pops up there. If it doesn't, you might find you know, have to go lawn ornaments or something like that. But try to find a group, if you will, that has a similar interest to what it is you're trying to accomplish. And you'll have a much, much better click-through rate and many more likes. Start with a low budget, uh, like say 5 to $10 a day. Don't run it for 30 days. You're going to see Facebook when you, when you launch it. They're going to kind of default out there. Uh, I usually run it for a couple days and I measure it. I'll share the results of Beta Lime when I launched it, and I did this exact thing to show you guys what it was like. And I kept extending it out. And I, you're probably going to be. It depends on you know what your product is. Uh, I think I was close to the low side was eight cents. The high side um, was 19 cents. I think uh, of how much you know I was basically paying per like. So you're paying for a lead. Uh, you're essentially paying for a lead, and, and in some cases, even worse, because that person may not even see what you're sending them, but we'll talk about that later, and we'll talk about how to try to make sure that they do see that message, but we're basically just trying to build an audience, and once we have that audience built to a certain point, we can go out and really expand that audience, but we have to start somewhere, so what we're going to do is we're going to start with a very low budget, uh, like I said, I, you know, five bucks a day, 10 bucks a day, and, and, and on, I mean, obviously, if you have a bigger budget, we can talk about that, but what's more important is to make sure it works. So to give you an example, you might run that, and then you, you know, Facebook has incredible, incredible demography. So you may be running that ad and see, wow, I'm paying, you know, eight cents a click for women to like my page, but I'm paying, you know, 29 cents a click for men to like my page. So you know what? Turn off the men point for a while and spend, you know, spend less, you get more clicks for your money or something like that. So there's a lot of really cool things. And we'll do a video, uh, an actual video, not an audio. Well, I'm going to do an actual video where I walk you through that and show you that uh, in one of the Be the, Lime, Be the Lime posts. But for now, I just want you to get in there, get your feet wet, do a post, start with a low budget, and actually run it for a couple days and see what kind of results you get. When you go to do your posts, you're going to see the option, invariably you're going to click on it at some point, and you're going to see pin your hottest post to the top. Uh, well, it's going to say hottest post. It's going to say pin, pin to the top or whatever. It's going to show you the best post and say pin to the top. What that means is if you say yes and you want to pin that, that particular post, regardless of the date that you published it, will be at the very top when everybody goes to that page. Uh, otherwise, it's just always the most recent. 
it's a tough call whether or not to do that. And I'll give you the two sides and, and I'll give you an example when you would do that. If you do that and someone happens to be just constantly going in your page and checking things out, if they keep seeing the same thing at the very top or you can pin more than one thing and they see a couple things at the very top, um, they're going to think there's no new information because the new information is going to show up below those posts. Um, I like to see fresh information. Every If I do a, a, a sticky post, I call it. So if I do a sticky post, meaning it's going to stay at the top, it's typically only for an extra couple days. Uh, it's an announcement of something. It's a special of something. But I don't like it to be there like a week long because I don't want to give the impression that my page is getting stale and I'm not doing information. So if you are going to pin a post, uh, very appropriate if you make some neat announcement and you know you got a couple more posts that are going to hit there over the next two days, but you don't want that neat announcement to get lost, very appropriate to pin that to the top at that point. But at some point, let it go so people also know that you've got a fresh site. Number nine, encourage interaction. Uh, you want people to comment or ask questions. Uh, one of the keys to getting your profile information, or excuse me, mo more so your post information, one of the keys to getting your post information shared among more people is, you know, relevancy as far as, you know, and, and currency as far as is something everybody's talking about. Uh, also, is there interaction? It, it, are people doing, you know, if you do a post and nobody leaves a comment, then not a lot of people are going to see it because Facebook algorithms are going to go, well, this person did a post and of the, you know, 50 people we sent it to or 100 people we sent it to, nobody clicked like and nobody... Uh, left a comment. So Facebook's algorithm is basically going to say, well, there's no point in passing this on to even more people because it doesn't seem to be interesting the people we've already sent it to. And that, and that seems very reasonable. I mean, I know some people really hate that, but I mean, that's just, that's just you know, Facebook wants, you know, you, the difference, you know, with Facebook, you're the consumer. Okay. So you are the consumer. And, and, and so you're the, you're the product. And what they're serving you is product from other people. And if, if, you know, 50 or 100 people weren't interested in the product, well, they're not going to pass it on to you. And that's, the product is the post. So what we want to do is we want to create posts that encourage interaction because the more people that interact, the more that's going to get passed on to, to you know other people to see the post. So there's a couple ways you can do that. And we're going to actually go really in depth in this in another episode. And, and actually one of the articles that's going on, bethelime.com very soon. Um, you know, you can do like a, a caption this, where you put a photo, photo of something and say, hey, caption this, you know, the you know, funny caption wins a, you know, a hat, whatever it may be. Uh, what would you do if, you know, blah, blah, blah. What is your favorite part of blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, those are all things you can do. The caption this is getting a little bit tougher because basically, you know, it, look, every time somebody comes up with a way to be seen everywhere, Facebook gets it, they understand people are manipulating the system and there isn't really value. So if I tell you that Facebook is going to share posts with more people based on comments, and I do a contest that says, hey, here's a funny picture of a mouse, caption this for a chance to win $100. Well, part of the algorithm is, you know, everybody's gonna be leaving comments, so Facebook's gonna go, wow, this post is getting a lot of comments, but it really isn't value. 
it really isn't value for my brand. All it was is just a cheap way to get out there and get seen. So Facebook has done a better job of saying, you know what, let's let's have it search for recognize, probably words like caption this and things like that. Leave your comment below. Uh, you know, try to c- come up with ways to gain interaction without right asking for that stuff. But in the very beginning. In the very beginning, if it's relevant, I have no problem you doing a couple of those just, just to get the idea and to get people used to talking on your site. Number 10, this one's real, real easy, but um, share quality content, not fluff. Um, we did an entire episode, I believe it was episode two, that we talked about, not specifically Facebook, but certainly applicable to Facebook, what information to share, how to share it. Uh, you know, what, what to do each day and things like that, quality content. So try to share some quality content that, you know, is one, going to take care of the interaction issue that we talked a minute ago about, but also you're going to get a reputation where people want to see what you have. Uh, it doesn't matter what your industry is. It doesn't matter what your business is. It doesn't matter what your brand is. If you're sharing things that are of interest to the people who follow you, then they're going to continue to follow you and continue to interact. I mentioned earlier that I want you to at least have one post a day. If you realistically can't do that or find it cumbersome, look, I'm not trying to create a whole other job for you on Facebook. Uh, just schedule them. You can go in there and say, you know, you can schedule it. You can type in your post, put up the, if it's going to have a photo with it, and then, you know, schedule it to post tomorrow at, at you know, one o'clock. And then, schedule, you know, write down another one and go, okay, post the day after tomorrow at one o'clock or four o'clock, whatever it may be. Uh, you can use Facebook to schedule if you can't be at your computer. So that's a real good way to maintain uh, information out there. I use it all the time on Facebook. I use it all the time on Twitter. There's some other programs out there to do that uh, to really help you maintain that presence out there, even if you can't be at your computer doing it. Number 12, contests are awesome. Matter of fact, I've got an entire podcast on, the, on, on contests coming up here. Uh, if you can run a giveaway on your site, you can gain more conversations and likes uh, literally almost overnight, particularly if you've got the right contest and it goes viral. And I've, I've had some very, very good responses and, with some clients on that and some of my own personal stuff as well. So contests are awesome for being able to get that traffic. And then you, know, you can turn that traffic later into a customer almost immediately if you're doing something really cool. Number 13, if someone comments on your post, respond, or at least, at the very least, like what they said. They click the like button. Um, I like to respond. It, 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 again, encourages more interaction, makes it very, very personal. Uh, number 14, which is the last one I have for this, uh, this particular section here, uh, remember that you want to post with pics whenever possible. Uh, and the reason I say that is the pics actually, pictures actually end up getting you know spread out there more. Facebook likes pictures. They, they like warm fuzzy. They like multimedia, if you will. If you're posting a picture or a video is even better, um, you know, more people see it. Now, that's just to say, if you have something to say and you don't have a picture, you don't have a, you know, a video, whatever like that, that's okay. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to stop you from posting in any way, shape, or form. I just do want you to know that if you are posting something and it has a picture or video with it, more people will see it. So before we move on, because I want to talk about um, this episode, I want to talk about the Lime of the Week, but I also want to just make sure that we go back over here real quick. So first thing we had was page versus profile, and we definitely want to do a fan page. And you're going to choose between company, organization, or institution, or local business or place. Number two, we wanted to create two great photos. One's your cover photo, which is the big one. The other one is your... um, uh, profile picture, and that's the small one. We want to customize the URL. 
So we want to have facebook.com forward slash be the lime.com as soon as we have enough likes on there. We want to start posting right away, meaning put a couple, three to four on there just right out of the gate so we have something there. We want to ask everybody to come like the page. We want to go ahead and boost a couple of those posts just at the lowest level, the $5 level, just to see what it feels like and you know, kind of get used to seeing what that conversation looks like and what the conversion is. We want to advertise for likes to the page, not the posts, the likes to the page, because these are people that are going to start to see our stuff in the future. Uh, we talked about pinning, whether you want to do it. If you're going to do pinning, you know, don't do it very long. We talked about encouraging interaction, you know, asking people to comment or asking them questions or asking them to post their favorite, whatever it may be. We want to share quality content. We can schedule posts. If we can't be at the computer, we can just go in there and do them in advance. We can load them up for the whole week if we want. Uh, we talked about number 12 contests were awesome, and we're going to talk about that in a future episode. Uh, 13, if someone comments on your post, go ahead and respond to it. And 14 was obviously post with, pics, with pictures, which was the last one we just did. And I'm going to go ahead and actually print that list. Um, print that list. I'll actually put that list up on the website on bethelime.com along with this podcast. So you can actually go look at that and make sure you follow along and are actually implementing those things very specifically. Once we've done that, you have the very basic setup of a Facebook fan page uh, or brand page, whichever you want to call it, um, that gives us the starting point to move forward on some really, really cool strategies for more and more people to see us and more and more people to interact with us and eventually you know, kind of cash in on that, whether you're just you know, trying to get your brand out there or your business out there. But we're going we're gonna to do some really, really cool stuff. But at a minimum, that's kind of where we want to be. This week, I want to talk about the Lime of the Week. And it kind of fits in kind of cool with this because this is actually almost a complete... Uh, you could do this on Facebook if you really wanted to. This week's Lime kind of goes to a small restaurant that had a typical specials of the day board by the door. And you've seen these. They, you know, I mean, today's special, you know, cream and broccoli soup and roast beef sandwich or whatever it is. And, you know, some usually some dessert or something like that. So this is a bit different. The board was placed in perfect eyeline over the register where you paid and the door that you exited. So this was a place that they, you know, it's, it's a diner. It's not, it's not super fancy. They actually don't bring you a check. You actually go up to the counter and, you know, pay your bill. So the board read tomorrow's specials are, and then it listed what was going to be there tomorrow. And I thought, wow, this place really, really gets it. I mean, if you think about it, why use a valuable resource like a specials board for today's stuff? I mean, the customer's already here. He's already sitting in the restaurant, and you just use this prime board here to show him what was available today. So, you know, why not use it to get somebody back again? So they basically just gave you a menu, but the board, the, the, the big board that you always saw all the time was, here's what's going to be here tomorrow. So what if I see my favorite entree on that board as I'm leaving? Now, maybe, and most likely, I wasn't planning on coming back, but now something caught my attention. Uh, it's a simple move. It costs next to nothing, and you can have a really, really big effect. And it's a great reminder that there's a percentage of our business, and this is kind of what Facebook is when we start talking about posts. There's a percentage of our business that is focusing on future business. And things we do today definitely affect our income tomorrow to the point that we can actually measure that. And I know there's a lot of people out there going, well, how do we measure that? Trust me, we can measure that. Okay, so 
The Blue Bowl Cafe <laughs> gets my Lime of the Week award for what I thought was a really, really cool, cool way to get people back in again. So that's it for this episode. Make sure you write down each of the items on today's podcast. And again, you can go to bethelime.com and I will publish those, those items we said about setting it up just so you can, you can check off your tasks. Thanks for listening. Uh, next episode, we're going to talk about the big bird. Yep, Twitter. Uh, Twitter can be a super powerful you know, entity for the right business, but it's a huge waste of time for many others. So my big goal in that episode is to see if you should even bother playing in that universe, if you should even bother being on Twitter. Uh, if nothing else, if you're not on it or don't know it, you're going to have a good understanding of it by the end of the episode, and you'll know whether you fit in or not. So until then, I'm Fred Rui, and remember, be the lime. The world has enough lemons. You've been listening to Fred Rui on Be the Lime. Get even more helpful tips, strategies, and general mayhem online at bethelime.com. Until next time, remember, the world has enough lemons. Be the lime.